Hello and welcome to All the Overs, the only Essex cricket podcast. I'm Terry. I'm Cheese. I'm Owen. And we are just three Essex fans who like to get together to talk crickets. Um, so really good to, to see you guys. How, how are you both? I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Just uh, did my first day of inset at my new school. All very exciting. Yeah, I'm back off furlough, two days in and I'm shattered. Uh, <laughs> getting that 5.30 train, I forgot how much it kills me. 5.30, goodness. That is early. We live in the sticks, you've got to with that 5.30 trains. Yeah, true. So I, I, have, I have my new commute tested out this morning, 22 minutes. That like is really... incredibly speedy. I know. And that that's just that's just regular. That wasn't, you know, speedy Terry or anything. That was just a casual, oh, I've got a nice travel mug. I didn't even get through all of my coffee before I got to school. So yeah, it felt a bit weird. But it was really nice to see everyone. Um and uh, welcome the kids back at the end of the week. Uh, but we're not here to talk about school, we're here to talk about cricket. So have we been following today we have obviously there's quite quite a bit to talk about to the last over the last couple of days um but we've only really got two matches to look at obviously the uh uh disappointing uh loss to glamorgan uh in the royal london cup um and then obviously we've got uh, today's outcome which is uh the complete opposite so um and I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, folks, but is this this is the penultimate podcast of the season? Yeah, yeah. we decided that um, with, the, with the structure of the games, having one in two weeks' time in the middle of the final championship match doesn't make much sense. So, no, so we'll push that back so that we've got that that final set of games all grouped together. That makes the most sense, I think. Yeah. Hence why I pushed it back this week as well, isn't it? Because otherwise last week we made little talk about. Yes, yes. I think it was good that we had that extra week sort of sandwiched between the last one and this. Um, and obviously, um, you know, there, there, there are a couple of news pieces coming out of Essex. But um, but in terms of the games, um, I don't know about you too, but I was sorely disappointed at the loss to... Glamorgan in the Royal London Cup, I really honestly thought that we were doing really well. Um, you know, it was very tight towards the end. Um, so what are your what are your thoughts? Anything that we can learn from that particular game? Um, sort of going into our final few, I know it's a different competition, but you know, lessons to be learned, any particular performances we were really you know, really pleased with. I think we've given him credit before, but Josh Rimmel in his sort of, I want to say first real pressure game, um, you know, he put in some good performances when there were no expectations on him and making his debut and getting that ton. So a lot of eyes on him. And when it came to the knockout stages, he gave a good account of himself at the stop of the order, like, yeah, it's not a 50 or a hundred, but it's a solid good start to build on in terms of setting up the platform for the rest of the team. That would probably be my one in particular that, that stood out. 
Yeah, I think that 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 played out in the in the game before that as well. He's he's a real find. I think he's he's uh he's started his sort of you know career in um in 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 Essex extremely extremely well. Um, yeah, for someone who is relatively young, um, relatively unknown, um, he's certainly been very impressive. Yeah, I think he's brilliant. Um, I think he'll be disappointed next year if he's not a regular in the um, whatever one-day trophy we end up having next year. Um, and, and include, I probably assume, as you know, as Owen Morgan's always saying that you're a one-day player, you can do, you, if you're good at one form, you're good at the other. So hopefully in T20, in the blast next year, he'll be um, final cylinders helping us get some, some more silverware in that competition. Because yeah, it's yeah. a great yeah. partnership. Um or between uh, Rimmel and Cook, the last three games. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like nicely Cook um, performed well as well this season. He's sort of, you know, coming to his, you know, back to what we always know he can do. In I've never, I don't think Essex fans have written off as a white ball, white ball player. We'd, we've known he can score big, and this, this season it's been nice. And then, you know, in the final match against Glamorgan, he had to get a 68, you know, 100 strike rate. Or round about 100 strike rate, masters, right? Um, yeah, it's that's pretty decent. I, I thought our batting was right. And Paul Walter putting in a half century as well. Can't lose confidence any any harm. So. No, and he's a he's a player. I think we've we've talked about him quite a lot over um, several podcasts over a couple of weeks. We've been doing this for a couple of seasons now. Um, he's someone that we've we've always kind of scrutinised quite closely, and actually he's he's acquitted himself very well. Um, so it does feel a little bit either, even though that was a, you know, a loss, I do think the, the team performance that we, you know, we've been talking about kind of getting that balance between, um, yeah, performance with the bat and performance with the ball. I actually thought that it was a really solid performance and really enjoyable cricket. They seem to be working really cohesively as a team. Um, it was enjoyable to watch, even though, you know those those final few minutes um, were disappointing. I think it's we seem to be getting to the point where we've got a reliable over a relatively reliable overall balance. I think it's going against the negatives yet, yeah, but like it's just a real it's really bizarre to see a match where you think the batting has been all right for Essex, but the bowling's just not been good enough. Um, there's no it wasn't with the lineup we have. Um, with like Harmer in the in the sides, so if you think you get more than five wickets in an innings, um, it's a bit disappointing. Ben Allison, massive off day. Even he's still an upcoming cricketer. He's very young, opening the bowling. It's a big ask for him to do, even though he's starting to have a bit of a name in Essex. And then didn't go for I've got written down here eleven and a half and over off his four overs is not great is it and I think once I mean I've you see it enough in club cricket once you, people start at that rate it just gives the batting team so much confidence when you've got that many runs on the board in a very short period of time it just it goes like you know, we were, we were mentally over a milestone in the, in the first power play mm. so I think that, that lost it from there I don't blame him he's young he was put he's you know I see a bit like you know um you know Southgate on 96 stepping you know someone said he said up to the plate as a young player didn't work out but you shouldn't really have a go to him for that because most people buckle under yeah. that pressure. And the same thing happened with Alison, I think, in that same final, you know, young kid from Colchester playing in a high-pressure game, as Cheese mentioned earlier. And unfortunately, it just didn't work out at the time. 
So. Have you got anything to add to that, Cheese? Do you think that's fair? I think it is fair. I think the game was lost when we didn't put pressure on the tail. That's the fundamental difference between the two performances. So you look at Essex, Joss gets 44, Alistair gets 68, Wesley 30, Walter with a 50, Cushy like 25, 30. They're solid scores, right? They're exactly what you want your top five, six to do. Obviously, everyone would love them to get 50s or 100s or, or whatever, but realistically, doesn't always work like that. You want them to be averaging those kind of scores to set yourself for that roundabout 300 target. Our tail didn't put really much on. Yeah, Weeter and Harmer had a bit of a flash, but it wasn't enough. And Glamorgan really stifled the, the tail end of the batsman from pushing us to that, you know, 300 is kind of a, an international class, I'd guess, score in one day cricket. And that's where you want to be. And then you look at their innings. They've got a 60, a 60, 70 and a 30 from their top three. Then we break, but then we didn't put the pressure on their tail. And all of a sudden they're seven and eight or whatever pairing it was. They're both round about 50 each. And, that, and I think that's where it was kind of lost. If we would have broken one of them and stifled it, we'd have probably had the momentum and stifled, like whittled through the rest of the wickets. Yeah, do you always think that when you've got Tom Wesley bowling 10 overs in the match, just shows that you haven't got much confidence in your, what I call strike bowlers, you know, the ones you expected to come in. And like Stephen Finn, famous example, you know, the economy is a bit high, you come in and take all those wickets. I know England didn't like that at the time, but you think come in and take bucket load of wickets. Whereas I think if you've got Wesley bowling that many overs in a semi final of a one day cup, just shows that the captain's looking at Alison and going, I can't, I can't risk bringing you back on. Um, because it, it could be over in two hours. So it's it I just it's a shame, isn't it? Shame. I thought I thought that cup was there for our for our taking, personally. Um but the semi-finals now, it's not it's an unrespectable place to lose out. So not too bothered by. It's better than I thought we would have done at the start of the season. You know, really, even even with the, the hundred going on, and we are not only losing two players. Yeah, I mean, when was the last time we had a good white ball campaign? Um, I, you know, in terms of the one day side, like the blast, I would have said semi finals, finals day would have been the minimum expectations for us. Um, and this would have been see how the groups goes, hopefully sneak out and go from there. I wouldn't have said like finals, semi finals earlier because I just didn't see it, you know. Cook hasn't played one days for at least a season. And him coming back into the squad like full time this season was a bit of a surprise, but that's actually given us a big platform. And there's a lot of unknown names. Like we would never have expected some of these players to to put us into the the semis at the start of the season. And I think especially when we get onto the other Gordon game, there's a lot of humble pie that needs to be said around some of the the fringe squad members 
that we've kind of thought, ah, oh, you're not you're not good enough, or this is probably your last season. Mm-hmm. And actually, well, it's probably timely because it's contract time. They're they're playing for their lives, and certainly some of them, and they're actually showing that quality, and they might be kept on because of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, in terms of quality, then, should we move to? to talk about this week's game which I think could not be more different I have to say I was I was quite so exhausted I, I tuned in a bit later because I obviously was busy with inset and uh, with the new job I don't have my nice big screen where I can casually watch the cricket whilst doing other things um I was hoping to to, to check twitter a bit later in the day and the, and it was just all over in 31 minutes yeah, I was all, I'm, yeah, I tuned in lunchtime. I was like, oh, it's all done. Yeah. It's all done. Yeah. Because yeah. I think they, start with, they started with, what, four wickets to clear up. I thought that might take a bit longer. I think um, we were skirting around with the cheese saying we've got some humble pie to eat um, in the first innings. Yeah, true. And Mr. Snater. Yeah. Yes. Let, let, let's, let's just get it done. Let's just get it done. Um, so, Shane Snater. Um, we have to absolutely take a hats off to um, took a fiver, didn't he? Yeah, he's won the bowlers of the season, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely class act. So there we go. We've said it out loud. Um, we we got it wrong. Humble pie eaten. So let's talk. Let's talk about the game overall then. So what 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 what's the difference? What changed? What what were we impressed with? apart from the rapidity of the win. Uh, I know what I'm talking about, so separate, was Ronnie Arani um, decided to concentrate on his business in between these matches, didn't he? Am I right, Cheese? Cheese? Uh, I mean, is that the official wording that they put out? Uh, yeah, yeah, officially he's, he's concentrating on his, on his shoe business. Then yes, it was it was between the two games that that news broke. And if the alternative news broke that he was senior players didn't like the fact he was in the dressing room a bit too much, criticising things, um, that could have attributed to a more positive dressing room, and therefore the old Essex came back. Ah. I'm speculating, but it it does seem night and day, doesn't it? See, the, I'm, match I'm, we, I'm, the match just happened this week is what we, we, we've been used to watching for the last four or five years. Yes. It did feel like a return to, to the old, you know, the what it was like talking about Essex when, when we, you know, when I, when I first properly got into Essex, um, where every, every game you, you, you were kind of looking forward to a, you know, a good win. And we've talked about sort of dressing room um, atmosphere and leadership and all those kinds of things. I wasn't aware of um, that news that that broke at all. But as you say, speculation could be a contributing factor. Yeah. I'm not sure how true that story is. But, um, mm. it's a bit, it's, just a, I guess should we tell what should we say for in case people don't know what we're talking about? Uh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, a car- Just a lead on this one. 
Uh, I think Jesus Cricketer. I'm not 100. I think it's a smaller art magazine than that. Um, I think I think it's Crick Buzz. Um, right. Maybe maybe very reliable. May not be. Um, not too sure. Yeah. Uh, they claim that some senior players went to the management of Essex to ask if Irani could be removed from the cricket advisory board because he was meddling in the dressing room too much and he was in the home dressing a bit too much for their liking and he was criticising stuff they didn't, they didn't like. That's why, that's why I understand the cricket, cricket buzz story a bit. Whether that's clickbait or not, I don't know. Could very well be. Be interesting to see if uh, anything else comes out of that or anyone else has got any inside tracks. Um, wow. Thanks for sharing that, Cheese and uh, Owen. So let's come back to the positivity then. What did we love, apart from Snater? Bowling. Just bowling in general. <laughs> <laughs> all the bowling. <laughs> it was just so fierce and so sharp all the way through. The amount of single-digit scores that we got for the batsmen it was just it was very impressive and everyone kind of chipped in like Snater takes the plaudits in the first innings Cook takes the plaudits in the second innings but Porter also turned up and got a few which I think is good for his confidence because I don't think he's had the best season I don't think he's had a bad season but he set such high highs that it's almost almost it's almost setting him up to fail if he doesn't get another like a fiver alongside someone else every week um so it's just very impressive all around yeah do you think with porter though it might be the case of that he's suddenly realized that he's never gonna play for england well he's not a lawrence is he well no because he had that last season they 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 he was tw two years ago with a memory credit he was 12th man for england for a game I'm in, right, and then so he's in the squad, and then last season with the COVID season, they brought that massive squad out because of the bubble problem. Yeah, they only have inter match, inter inter team friendly, so they brought a huge like forty player squad, and he wasn't in that. Which for me, if I was aspiring player, going right, they've doubled the the amount of players they normally select, and I'm not in contention for the for the well, essentially a first and second team. I don't know. I just remember hearing an interview years ago with Jonathan Agnew and when he got dropped from the England team, going back to county, he just couldn't mentally, once that ambition had been removed from him, he couldn't drive himself forward to be the best player he could be because that he would never get to the heights he wants to achieve. And I don't know whether... Not saying that Jamie's going to give up and retire now, of course, he's signed a new contract, but I just think maybe that temporary blip was him adjusting the fact that being the best, you know, you went from Wizard Cruise of the Year into the England squad, didn't quite make it, and now being kind of realizing that you might have peaked. Um, I just feel maybe mentally he's having a tough year. I, you know, just coming to terms with, with that. Yeah, I had I think, like, we all do. Like, I think, like, if you go to like normal, normal people's lives, and like all of us, now, you know, you, you go to you, you smash. With quite successful people, but you smash your A levels, you go to university, you smash it, you get a mask, whatever. Some of us, and then you you go into the world of work, and suddenly it's like, oh, the trajectory is not as quick as I thought it was going to be. 
and then you you know you know you're not see you're not CEO by thirty. Uh, and then we, I think all of us had probably I was in late twenties having to readjust my life expectations well and be in five years time. So it's not unusual for people in their careers to go through that. And it's speculating that maybe Jamie to, for a dip could just be formed, but yeah, people give a lot of time to think of that other lockdown. Haven't they? True. Um, it's good that you're on three years, though. Can you hear me? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Sorry, I've got a lot of reverb on mine. You're not using your Chromebook, so it's much clearer. Oh, is it? Yeah, it hasn't dropped. I'm touching all the wood here. Um, hasn't dropped out. No, my Chrome, my Chromebook is out of action. I am ITless at the moment, so just using the phone. But. Yeah, no, it's good. it's really good to see that he's you know signed it's another three years. So we've got him until twenty twenty four, so that's good. And they're batting as well. We haven't mentioned that yet. Pepper, we haven't done a world of good. Get that and Brown because Brown must be there thinking you know you like he's in his early thirties. He's got this Rimmel guy suddenly smashing out the park out of, from you know from seems out of nowhere just out of, in the Essex Senior League, and just bats. He's gone back in first Red Bull game, got himself a century. Yeah. First of the season. No, it's impressive. <laughs> she said it's all good timing for the uh, contract season. I yeah, and I'm. It, it, what a time to remind people that you're you're here. I guess. But I I probably thought it was done. To be honest, I genuinely thought Rimmel was making a case of. What's what's the harm in signing him as an opener in the next season? We've, it's probably his best position. He batted at what five or six in this game. Got yeah. a duck, as you said. He's unfinished, so golden duck. Golden duck, even worse. Um, but no harm, no foul. He's young. Don't, like games like that are going to happen. But part of me is thinking. You've got an elder statesman in Cook, and you've got a very young guy coming in. Pair them up; he can teach him for a season. Then that's when you'd look to break on when Cook decides whatever he's going to do. But Brown comes in and goes, "Actually, not quite done yet." So we'll see. Yeah, I think there must be a bit of Chopper now, though. Well, Chopper's pretty much gone, isn't he? Like he took the loan. He's was it a loan to Kent? No, that was um, Quinn. Ah. I can't remember where Chopper went. Uh, but yeah, I think, that, I think he might be doing it. You know how Patel went on loans last year and signed a permanent deal with them? I wouldn't be surprised if Chopper, you know, his twilight of his, of his career, I wouldn't want to be in my mid 30s sitting, unless, unless you're given the captaincy of the second team, we wouldn't want to be sitting around just playing with the kids. So. Oh, just while on the um, when you mentioned the the second eleven, um, just worth mentioning they won uh, against Somerset this week, so that's. Did Aaron Beer get some wickets? Yes, Aaron Beer got some wickets. Yes, indeed. I mean, he's so, someone I'm surprised not be given many chances this season. I know he's been injured. I don't sure that injury's lingering, but you know, I, I'm a big fan of his bowling. I like I like his action. I like his 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 style. Um, yeah, I think he also brings um, a bit of life and energy to the pitch as well. He seems to 
I mean, I, I don't, I've never heard what's, you know, the, the actual talk that goes on. He seems to be quite vocal as well. Certainly missed him. So final thoughts then um, on Glamorgan. Um, so I think we just have to be really pleased with, with that win today uh, ahead of time um, and hope that we can replicate this Glamorgan magic, but not the previous uh, performance. Um, looking ahead now, the next game Sunday, um, Gloucester at home, um, and then should we should we should win that. We absolutely should win that. Um, are either of you going? I think I might be going. Uh, work's flat out. I'm really can't. I'm really really annoyed. I'm not seeing much cricket this evening. So. Yeah. yeah. Prior engagement. It's it's the same. Like I'd have liked to have got out a bit more and, and seen a bit more, but the good thing is that we've come a long way since the start of the pandemic, and and watching these and following these games online is a lot nicer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then of course we've got sorry the week after. Um, so yeah, we're 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 definitely on the countdown to the end of the season. So I'm going for a win um, and a draw. That's my prediction. That oh, that was going to be mine. You've stolen my prediction. I think Surrey are tough at home, aren't they? It's like I think going They're to like the going to home, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Chase? Uh, I think we're going to win on out. I really do. I I don't think it's a strong division. Probably a bit mean to the other players. Surrey's already had a game cancelled because of COVID, so I wouldn't be surprised if that happens again across one of the other fixtures, whether it's Surrey or Gloucestershire or whoever, it's probably quite likely. Um, so I think we'll win on out. Not that it really matters, but I guess it's still nice to to play for that pride. Yeah. Actually, I was... Um, oh, sorry. sorry. No, go on. Go on, eh? I wasn't actually that looking, like not looking forward to it, but like I wasn't that bothered by this um, uh, this this mini division thing, wherever it's called, division two, because as she said earlier with our pre podcast chat, it's a bit of a Mickey Mouse league, isn't it? Um, doesn't mean anything. But when now it's started, I'm just enjoying watching cricket again. So I'm I'm glad it's happening. I just wish it was, yes, it meant something like a promotion or. I don't know, you get you call it, you know, when football they've got these, you know, those second tier cups, haven't they? You, you just give it give it a title or a trophy or something. You know. Yeah, I, I tend to agree that um that it's it's great to be watching cricket again. But just the thing that, that bothers me, um, that we we spoke about earlier um before we, we came on uh, online is that the uncertainty around what next season is going to hold because um, you know I, I'm one of those people I, I like to know precisely one of the reasons I love football so much is because of the the, the rigor and the structure um, so to not know exactly what it's going to look like next year just 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 makes me a bit twitchy yeah well hopefully between now and next podcast you get an answer with any luck, if anyone again, if if you if you if you have you're a listener uh, listening at home and you have uh, any inside knowledge, do by all means uh, just drop us a message. 
um, on uh, on Twitter or on, or on the Facebook. Uh, we'd be happy to hear from you. Um, been really nice over the last uh, couple of weeks having more interactions with with listeners as well and meeting people in person, which has been superb as well. So um, more of that hopefully uh, to come next season too. So um, I think we've come to a natural. Well, I think moment. next next week I'll be quite interested. To, uh, Pre-ask is that what we think of? Um, not for now, but like think about the next couple of weeks. What do you think of Wesley's season? Oh, well, interesting okay. to both your opinions on that. But it depends on these next how these next few games go. But it'd be, it'd be quite interesting to how you guys, what you guys feel about the second year of captaincy. Yep, I think that's a. There will be, a, I think, a few a, a few threads to pull together on that final podcast. I think it also be nice to to round up sort of some of our, our real highlights um, from this year and uh, maybe come up with a one of our Twitter polls um, in terms of uh, what is what's been the the defining moment for Essex this season I think would be nice and obviously any other ideas welcome so we've got a couple of weeks to think about it so really nice to see you guys unless there are any final thoughts I think we'll call it to a close so Good to see you. Um, don't forget uh, to follow us on Twitter um, at Essex Podcast. Uh, we are on Podbean, we're on Spotify, we're on iTunes, um, and you can also find us on uh, Facebook. Um, so look forward to seeing you both in a couple of weeks' time. And it's bye from me. Goodbye from me. And bye from me.